The following is an actual play D&D podcast featuring comedians and improvisers in the great state of Vermont. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on Improvised Weapons. Fuck, I just work here. One last stall tactic. As long as you're not farting out breadcrumbs. Yeah. I'm just like, hey, what's up? You get the joke I made then. <laughs> That's like a really dirty word in goblin sign language. Shalosh. I agree. Great. Sorry, I assumed you were stupid. Now that dwarf down there looks like a man who could punch an animal. The other dwarf. Dwarf. Uh, Lorraine. Map. It's time for our next and last cast interview, so here's Fred to tell you all about our favorite bullshitting bard, Cassian Von Demos. Cassian is kind of, uh, at, at his heart, he's a guy with something to prove, I guess, which is why he's got so much uh, bluster and swagger. He grew up poor. This is something that hasn't actually come up really on the show yet, you know, because we've been in pretty much straight, like, kick-in-the-door mode for most of it. But, uh... Cassian, yeah, Cassian grew up as a poor, fatherless child in uh, in one of the bigger cities in this continent, and he he's kind of never gotten totally over it. He he was a real scrawny kid, and like even among the people where he was from, he was you know kind of an outcast and picked on. And he compensated for all this by making up stories about this dad that that wasn't around. And, like, the reason that he came up with was that his dad was off having awesome adventures, protecting the weak somewhere, and he created this whole mythology around him. And when he got older, he sort of started inhabiting that mythology himself and and claiming it as his own backstory. And kind of it led to him developing this kind of, like, swaggering, boastful persona. And basically, he's bluffed his way through a lot of his life since then. That's kind of, like, his core motivation. So, uh, Cassian is a bard. Yes. Where did he learn the bardic arts? So, he learned them from another older, more experienced bard who he met in his travels. So, just to rewind a little bit, as part of the process of kind of getting out of the slums, Cassian signed up with a, a mercenary company for a while out of a desire to see the world and, you know, build a reputation for himself, essentially. So he basically lied about having military experience and being the son of a, you know, an aristocrat from across the ocean. And while adventuring with this mercenary company, he fell in with, well, a bard fell in with them. Because uh, sort of in, in the way that I imagined like the bardic tradition here when I was kind of coming up with this is that they do a lot of kind of roaming and just like getting involved with various wanderers and vagabonds and people on the fringes of society kind of looking for adventure wherever they can find it um, to make epic bardic poems and songs about. So this experienced bard who kind of ended up traveling with the mercenary company for a while recognized basically that Cassian's gift for bullshit was kind of like had the seeds of like bardic inspiration in it and that he was a guy who kind of had the had that same yearning for adventure and for being a part of some kind of grand tale that propels a lot of bards and he kind of took him under his wing and taught him about the power of stories and songs and music and wit and daring to kind of reshape reality as bards do and so Cassian 
is basically now on a mission to feed even more into this legend that he's trying to create himself, create around himself, and use his own life as kind of like a bardic, kind of like his master's thesis, his bard master thesis. So is he trying to essentially overtake the the stories that he made of his father by making his own? Essentially, yeah. He's, I mean, you know, there's the whole, like, like obviously it messed him up that his dad wasn't around and he got a lot of shit from other kids for it. But um, at this point, it's, it's just about overcoming the humbleness of his origins in general and kind of by the force of believing in his own status as this badass hero he wants to make it true and kind of make himself into a living legend does he have any other goals besides legendary status just generally to lead an uh, an interesting life and you know certainly to get rich in the process i mean part of the reason that he fell into adventuring initially was that it's you know it's a way to score windfalls you know find find treasure you know, loot, conquered cities, whatever it is. So definitely there's a wealth motivation in there as well. He sends a portion of whatever he gets back to his hometown uh, to keep his mother kind of like living comfortably and, you know, out of destitution. What does Cassian look like? Cassian is a skinny dude, um, not particularly tall either, probably at least partially due to undernourishment as a child. He never like really bulked out. So he's like a, he's like a wiry little guy with dark hair that he's pretty particular about grooming. He keeps it about, uh, he keeps it about like chin length, basically. Like Prince Valiant? Yeah, not so much with the bangs though. <laughs> he's got a, you know, he, he's not a bang bangs guy. Probably closer to Aragorn, I guess, but less curly. The other distinguishing traits, um, he's got a scar, one, one biggish scar on his face, like kind of going down his nose and left cheek. Um, and then, you know, various nicks and scratches from his mercenary days and also just kind of brawling in the streets with other kids when he was younger. Um, and he does have a tattoo from the mercenary company that he was in. They called themselves the Nine Lives. So the tat that he has is on his shoulder and it's basically um, a red cat's paw print with a bunch of little black stylized daggers surrounding it, nine stylized daggers surrounding it, just as like, that was, that was their sort of initiation tattoo, basically. And then uh, equipment-wise, what does he wear? What does he brandish? His adventuring gear is pretty no frills. You know, he picked that up. He picked up the habit of kind of trying to travel relatively light and efficiently from, uh, from the mercs. When he's in town, when he's not adventuring, he tries to dress as, as nice as he can. He likes you know, bright colors, fancy garb. He's not like up on the latest fashions, put it that way. Um, he wears kind of like his own idea of what fancy people wear, kind of like his his whole approach to his, his deception. He carries himself in the way that he imagines kind of like a dissolute aristocrat would, but he doesn't really have a lock on what exactly that looks like. Whenever anybody notices a dis discrepancy, he usually claims it's because they, they do things differently on the other continent. Um, his instrument of choice is the mandolin, but he can also play, uh, he can also drum a bit and play the, like, horns. He has a war horn that he uses, carries around his neck for his, like, magical focus for, like, when he's in combat and stuff. But when he's, you know, his, his first love is the mandolin, instrument-wise. Is there anything else we should know about Cassian Bondinos? Cassian is basically a good dude at heart. He has 
enough experience being kind of the runt that he he's pretty sensitive about people being picked on and bullied. He likes to talk big about himself, but he's not necessarily like all that into fighting fair. Um, he prefers to kind of fight dirty, get it done however it needs to be done, and then if it needs to be embellished a little bit later when he's retelling the story, you know, so be it. He is loyal to his friends because he hasn't had many in his life. What do you want people to know about you? I am a improv performer here in Burlington, Vermont. I'm a part of a couple of teams that I'd love people to check out. Uh, there's Houseboat Improv, which is the kind of indie team that I'm a part of with a couple of my friends, including some on this very podcast. That's right, cross-promotion, it's great. And then also I'm a member of uh, Autofill, the recently formed long-form improv team at the Vermont Comedy Club. We are currently performing every Wednesday for the month of August, so I don't know when this is dropping, but... Uh, this is coming out tomorrow. Tomorrow, so check it out. listening will be today. And it'll be Wednesday, so if you're hearing this early enough in the day, come check out some awesome improv at the club. And uh, I am also a member of Feed the Meter, which is a sketch comedy group. Don't currently have any show dates immediately in the works now, but keep an eye out. We are hoping to bring something back at you soon. Yeah, I think that about covers it. Give me That's my plugs. That you want to steer people toward? I'm on Facebook, but I kind of suck at it. <laughs> um, I'm, ring endorsements. Yeah, well, I mean, I most I use it to talk about my comedy stuff and to organize my life, but uh, I don't I don't like have a Twitter. I'm not one of those like witty Twitter guys. Yeah, you can check me out at Fred Nowen on Facebook. Yeah, I should probably get some more stuff, some more social media stuff to plug Audience, one of these days. Audience, stay tuned, and you may be able to find out more about Fred someday. <laughs> well, you know, you always leave them wanting more, they say. Now you know the whole cast, so let's get on with the good stuff. You're in for a long one, but it's action-packed, so it should feel like it flies right by. Let's hit it and crit it. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Improvised Weapons. Uh, we're going to dive right into it here. We ended the last episode with uh, the esteemed Dr. Scutch proclaiming uh, we have here two fine specimens. Both are strong, both are ready to fight, and both would have looked down on me in the past. But now I'm the one with the power, and I say fight. And when he said that, Yarfik failed a roll. And uh, he was overtaken by uh, what you could call a blind rage. And he began to stride out into the arena to fight his opponent. Uh, meanwhile, the rest of the party was ascending the stairwell up to Scutch's viewing platform that had gotten about halfway. So we are going to dive right in now into that fight. So we got to roll some niche. What you got? 17. 17... Uh, so, Yarfik, you go first. When you say blind rage, all I'm hearing in my head is just... You're hearing fight, fight, fight. Your your faculties are about you in a general sense, in that you, um, you have control over how you fight. Mm -hmm. You can do any of the things that you want to do. Uh, you're unarmed, obviously <laughs> you don't have your weapons. <laughs> um, but you, uh, you just have the need to beat the shit out of whatever's in front of you. Okay. Squares that. I can't get all the way to her unless I dash. I'm gonna to step to the center of the arena and just kind of pound my fists together really loud. Okay. She is going to come right up to you and she's gonna take a swing. Uh, and that is a 19 to hit. That is. Ooh, she does. Uh, that is eight damage. 
So oh, she, you go out to the middle of the ring, you pound your fists together, and she comes running straight out just like with her fist cocked back. Um, and you, thinking you can take it, you like stand your ground, and she cracks you right in the nose. You can feel it break. Oh, man. And it sort of like staggers you back a little bit. Okay. Not Yarfix moneymaker. So I just say right to you, as loud as I can, So, you want to fight dirty? And I duck down, which is hard for a dwarf, and I'm going to try to basically uppercut her in the jaw of my head. So you can try to headbutt her? Go ahead and roll for it. So roll uh, your d20, add your proficiency and your strength modifier. Okay. Yeah. Not going to do much better than that. Uh, that's nine. So with a nine, you you have that little tete-a-tete, and you go and you uh, you bend down to try and like catch her with the back of your very thick dwarven skull, and she just sort of uh, deftly like uh, leans backward, uh, not matrix style, um, but just enough to avoid uh, any contact with your head. Um, and she is going to uh, go right back up to you, yep. and that is, that hits. I just I just know it does because yep. she rolled a nineteen. Awesome. <laughs> I feel like my dice want me to be a pacifist. Mm-hmm. Well, they definitely don't want you to do anything with your fists. Hey. Nah. Uh, <laughs> So that's uh, that's six points of damage. Cool. So uh, you take that five foot step away, and she sort of bounces out of her lean back and just launches herself forward uh, and catches you with her elbow like right in the solar plexus. Okay, I'm gonna try to grapple her. So I forget how exactly how to do this. Uh, so you roll a uh, strength check. <laughs> six. Well, it's an opposed strength check. Doesn't matter. I'm not rolling well. Uh, what's your strength modifier, though? Plus three. Mm, you did not make it. Yeah, oh, As she she hits you with the with the elbow, you try to wrap your arms around her, right. but she just wriggles right out of it. At this point, let's cut back to the rest of the party. Yeah, because I'm about to get my hands <laughs> uh, So you guys are in the stairwell. You saw the red flash of light from his his ring activating, telling people to fight. Uh, what do you guys want to do? We were going up there to why <laughs> just to see because that's where it, that's where the action yeah, it's, is. Like... I think we just kind of like lied our way in here, yeah, and we were just kind of going how far with it. Could get us. <laughs> you you yeah. talk to the guard. Um, the guard believe you. Yeah, I, I yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. I do have something I want to try when we get up in there, and then basically if that doesn't work, you guys can kick his ass. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't. We don't know that they've like started. What? So I mean, you know that the fight has started right? because you heard, heard his him. amplified mm-hmm. voice right, okay. say fight. You don't know how the fight is we going. We just can't see. Okay. We assume he's but doing we, like, great. Understand. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so at this <laughs> point, ten gold on me. Yeah, the, the, the three there. rounds of combat we just did are happening concurrently with you guys going up the stairs. Right, right. Okay. Okay. So nothing has happened yet in the fight, quote unquote. Yeah, let's just head let's on in. Up, roll for Okay, so you guys go up and enter the room. Are you Do trying to go in stealthily? Are you yes. just rolling on in there, like yeah, let's ringing bells? Let's stealth oh, in, but if someone were to oh, look at me, um, I wouldn't look like I wasn't trying to be stealthy so they wouldn't be suspicious of so my... So like walking quietly, but yeah, with dignity. quietly, but with my head held high. <laughs> because if they look over and they see me like crouching and sneaking... <laughs> You just be like, it's an elf thing. It's this an elf thing. This is how we thing. move through corridors. Yeah. It doesn't help you just okay. like Go ahead, uh, roll for yeah. stealth. Jeez. Oh, 18 plus uh, 21. Or no, dexterity. So 19 for me. 
23, 19? 13. 13, okay. Um, so you guys are traveling as a group. Uh, so we'll take sort of the average of that as a group um, so that you guys can actually be stealthy. Uh, and in going through, uh, you sort of enter at the uh, the side of the room right there. Mm-hmm. You see Scutch is standing right at the edge of the viewing platform. He's got his hands clasped behind his back, um, and he's just looking at, at the... Uh, the fun to be had down below, uh, and he does not notice you. I'm gonna cast Charm Person on him, so that's a DC thir- uh, thirteen save. Yeah, wait, is that right? How do you figure the save DC for spells again? It'll be on your spell sheet. Okay, yeah, thirteen. Um, he rolled a fourteen. Oh man. Um, casting, uh, remind me, and when casting Charm Person, if it fails, does the I target know that a spell was cast upon them? I believe so, yes. Oh, <laughs> so we're oh, bad man. luck today. <laughs> so, so it might be time for the Smackdown. <laughs> Just saying. Um, Olash Smash Arm. As he's doing that, mm-hmm. I can I assume I've been looking around the room and taking in my surroundings? You can. Can I roll a perception check? <laughs> you can, yeah. Okay. We'll say that these things happen concurrently. Yeah. No. <laughs> so you look bad around, number, bad number, and you see that that Cassian is is like doing the hand motions with a spell, yeah. and you're like, "Ooh, spells!" Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, that's, not how I do it. that's not the right. Thing. <laughs> yeah, um, for the listeners, Sam just made a super gross like ball tickling motion, <laughs> doing a, a general thing. Um, but you know, sometimes magic is a lot like ball tickling. Though. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, as an as a wizard, I'm offended by that. <laughs> Fine, uh, but nonetheless, you were yeah. you were fascinated by that display of arcane prowess, mm-hmm. uh, and um, so you you see nothing. And uh, as Cassian tries to cast that spell, Scutch, you sort of see him like a shiver go across his body, almost Ugh. as if he was like shrugging something off, and then he slowly turns around. Who who are you? <laughs> what what's going on? I, how did you get past my guards? Well, uh, sorry to say, but uh, your guards were overcome with mind control magic and were about to assassinate you. You may have felt a wave of it just go through just now. Uh, we're here to protect you. Wait. Roll persuasion. What? Oh, the guards were trying to yeah. assassinate you. Okay. Uh, that is a twenty-two. <laughs> <laughs> You asked. <laughs> Cassian's gonna have an answer. Yeah. Uh, so he says, uh, "Well, they they are overcome by mind control magic. That's how could someone have co-opted my spells? This is what well, I, I mean. Thank you. I I guess. Happy to help. We are huge fans of this arena you've got here. What well, can you describe, Scotch, physically? How tall, how tall is he? He's like um, he is. He's smaller than the average human. So yeah. he's probably like five, six. Uh-huh. Um, he 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 thinks that he stands up very straight, but he yeah. does not. He's he's got a bit of a slouch to him. Uh-huh. Um, he is uh, he's balding. You can even tell that he's balding under his pointed cap. He has big, thick glasses on. Almost like the stereotypical version of a nerd from, like, Revenge of the Nerds. (laughs) Except that he is obviously the one in in a very, you know, a position of power in in this place. Okay, so I say, yeah, they were just on their way in here. They said, let's go, let's go assassinate that short, balding nerd. And I said, hey, that's not nice. So, yeah, we're here to save you. And he, um... (laughs) 
<laughs> he uh, he says, "Well, I thank you. I uh, I appreciate a fine lady coming to my defense." Oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, the name's Alorain. <laughs> Pleasure to meet you, Alorain. I'm Doctor Scutch, but yeah. you can call me Skeator. Skeator Scutch. Good to know. Yes. I will call you that. <laughs> so, um, walk me through, uh, you're watching a fight, are you? <laughs> he says, uh, yes, I am. And we'll cut back to the fight. <laughs> How about that cave weather we're having? <laughs> So, uh, Yarvik, it was your turn. Right. I think I'm going to try to kick her and push her as far away from me as possible. So go ahead and roll for it. Natural nice. 20. Nat 20. Cool. Um, so. Better dice. Yes. Uh, so for you, in terms of doing damage, since you do not have the, the tavern brawler feat, right. you don't roll for damage. Okay. It's just uh, one bludgeoning damage plus your strength. So four. So four yeah. is, is for you. So you... That's um, she's doing eight damage for each time. She's a tavern brawler. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, well, she gets to roll a d4. Um, so you, uh, you you had just tried to grapple her, um, and she wriggled out of it, and now you lean back, uh, and you just jut your foot out in front of you, and you catch her right in the stomach. If I can describe it just a little bit. Sure. Tanker goes down behind me to make, like, a tripod motion, and I have to, like, push forward and kick as hard as I can. Okay. <laughs> You're using your tankard for yep. balance? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't seem very stable. It's a dwarven constructed oh, yeah, yeah, tankard. Yeah, yeah. It's a dwarven construct. I made it myself. Okay. It also seems very counterintuitive. Usually the tankard would make you... Heavier. Worse at, well, I was just going to say worse at balancing. That's true. Um, I, haven't, I only drank one ale today. Though. Yeah. Uh, so you uh, you do that and you jut and you kick her, you catch her right in the stomach, and she sort of uh, shuffles backward uh, about five feet. So there's space between the two of you right now. Um, so she... 21 to hit. Um, So she, like, clutches her stomach in seeing that and uh, rolls forward to try and, like, knock you off your feet, essentially like a dwarven bowling ball. (laughs) Um, And does seven points of damage. Okay, I'm not doing well. And go ahead, roll a a dex check real quick. Sure. Just to see if you keep your feet. A dex, straight dex? Uh, Acrobatics. Okay. (laughs) Six. So you, uh, she goes to roll. She hits you in the shins. Uh, she ends up on the other side of you, okay. and you, yeah, yeah, you're prone. What you gonna do? Um, I'm going to standing takes half your movement right if now. you don't do it. I'm gonna try to sweep my legs around and kick her out as well. You're gonna sweep the leg, Johnny. Sweep the leg, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just straight strength. Uh, no, that's uh, roll an attack. I mean, it's uh, eighteen plus five is twenty-three. Yeah, that hits. So you sweep. You hit her. Uh, so she does take four points of damage, but she um, she recovers and she does not lose her feet. Okay. Um, do you want to get up? Yeah, I still do. I want to stand up. So that is half of 25 feet, and then I'm going to move five and ten. So you're ten feet away from her now. Yeah, because well, I only get another, like, basically like 12 and a half feet to move. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Correct. Because I moved 25 feet. Okay. Um, so she, uh, having done that little bit of dancing... She's going to move over to you, and on the way, she's going to pick up a handful of sand. Ooh. 
And as she gets to you, she faints a punch and then just throws the sand in your face. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> and she rolled uh that's uh do 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 that's a twenty to yeah, hit. I'm Jokes on you, he eats now. sand. Um so it doesn't do any damage. She doesn't hit you physically, she just gets the sand in your face, so uh you're going to have disadvantage on your next attack. Sounds good. Um, and we'll cut back to the party. I assume we can see all this happening now that we're yes, on the Yes, yeah, you guys are up at the front of the platform. You can see all of these things happen. Um, and Scutch has just said, like, uh, why, yes, I am watching a fight. Are you impressed? <laughs> Not with me watching a fight, but right. with the fight that, because I'm in charge. Oh, yes, you, you're in charge of the fight. Very impressive. You're very impressive to have uh, uh, created this whole situation. I know, I'm pretty powerful. Yes, a very, very powerful man with lots of power. <laughs> I've figured out... Questions. Oh, sorry. I, I was just going to say, I've figured out how to bend the minds of others to my will using my arcane prowess. And mm. you know what the cool part is? What? It's illegal. <laughs> so... Mm. so um, I'm kind of a bad boy. Yeah, oh, Wow. <laughs> you are uh, really <clears throat> you really know you really know what you're doing you're, uh, what a what an impressive force of of not badassery you are um so question are you trying to butter him up or are you just yeah having a normal conversation i i'm trying yeah i'm trying to I'm trying okay, to make it. I'm roll, trying to roll, ruffle his yeah, like, Roll persuasion. Okay. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> My worst trait! Uh, eight. <laughs> wow, yes, very, very impressive. Just cannot keep the sarcasm out of your voice. Yeah. <laughs> of course you can't. <laughs> okay. You were going to ask a question. Yes, uh, two questions actually. Is the female dwarf within 60 feet of me? Yes. And my vicious mockery spell just says it has a verbal component, which I'm assuming is the mockery itself. Would Does that mean that like I can cast it without people knowing that that's what I'm doing? That it would just look like I'm yelling insults? Uh, essentially, yes. Someone would have to be paying like super close attention to you specifically to okay. know that that's what you were doing. Okay. While, while Scutch is uh, enraptured with Eowyn... <laughs> Uh, and just spitting his best game at her. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna just sort of stride up to the arena like I'm looking out, out over the fight and yell at the female dwarf, You fight like an overcaffeinated gerbil! And cast vicious mockery at her. It's, uh, what's the DC on it? Uh, 13. 13. Okay. Uh, she, she is fighting like an overcaffeinated gerbil. <laughs> you have to uh, roll the damage. Oh, yeah, okay. And then she has disadvantage on the next attack, sure correct? For a second. Yeah, that's... One damage! Okay. Huzzah! Better than nothing. Yes, it is. You up to anything, Olash? <laughs> um, th- I'm just, you know, observing. Yeah. Okay, just chill. Um, just correct me if I'm wrong, Yarfik is in pretty bad shape, right? Yes. He looks Am like I, it. Like, we can tell that from up on the balcony, I'm assuming. Yeah, you've seen him get the shit beaten out of him before. Is he, like, on the verge of death? I mean, what are we looking at here? I, I'm bleeding pretty badly. He's bleeding badly. You don't know necessarily like how bad it looks, but you you could probably know enough to know that like he don't look great. Okay. At this point, um, Scutch has sort of you know figured out that you may not be roughly you know, fluffing up his feathers the way that he quite likes. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so he uh, he's You're not a good fluffer. No, no. not a good fluffer. 
Um, so he says, uh, so, uh, I mean, I, I, I have to say I appreciate the help that you provided, but uh, I still wonder exactly what it is you're doing up here. And at this point, he, and he's sort of like looking the three of you over at this point. Mm-hmm. Like what, what, you know, it, with this look on his face of what could you, what are you really here for? I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, we, um, and he says, uh, you know, I, I have to say, I noticed that you've got the markings on your hands. You've clearly taken oh, the oaths. Yes, I have. Uh, I Can I look and see if he has any markings? Because he says he's using arcane. You can. He um, he does not have markings on the back of his hands, not the yeah. ORE tattoos. He has what look like scorch marks almost. Scorch marks. Uh, <laughs> I notice you don't have the markings. Um, that's pretty interesting. Is that is that a, that's a choice you've made? to do i don't know uh i really don't know what to do here can i um, is he looking away from me at this point he's he's sort of looking at the three of you Even though can, can i find a moment no, in the in, in the conversation where he's not really looking at me to look at olash and be like <laughs> <laughs> to do a to do a uh, kill him motion yeah yeah, yeah. uh you can um <laughs> sure uh <laughs> <laughs> so uh while you're doing that um he's going to to he's still talking to Eowyn he's gonna say uh yeah I uh I used to be a member but the ORE was holding me back oh I choose to get offended by that <laughs> how could how could he say something that the ORE is a very respected magical organization that really really helps people achieve their fullest <laughs> magical potential yeah, yeah look I uh I get that you drink the Kool-Aid but like you're clearly a student of magic i understand that but i mean wouldn't you like to learn about true power uh i mean true power the things i could teach you i would well learning about magic i have a lot left to learn and there's so many books i can learn from (laughs) i don't feel like i need to create a whole uh fight club of dwarven punching place to do that i can just dwarven punching dwarven, you know i there's i say can i i'm, I'm gonna currently in just school, be like i there's how, whoa what how powerful how powerful are you like could you say make these two dwarves just lie on the floor and cry instead of trying to kill each other roll persuasion <laughs> 19 no, uh, 21 <laughs> so he says um yeah, yeah, I could do that if I wanted to. What? What? You don't believe me? I, I don't know if I do. What? That. I'll do it right now. <laughs> I will. I'll do it right put now. Your, you don't put even your magic know. magic where your mouth is. I'll do it. My magic comes out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he goes to the edge of the arena, and he... Um, he looks out over the crowd, and, and he once again he, he enhances his voice, and you see that sort of glow on his throat. And he says, um, uh, "Excuse me, members of the crowd, I have to prove something to somebody." <laughs> and he goes, "They're probably used to that." And he says, "Lay on the floor and cry." Uh, so go ahead and roll a uh, wisdom check. <laughs> I'm gonna fail this horribly. I have to use this die. At least you'll be safe. Nine plus wisdom, which is three, so that's 11. So you, um, the two of you separate from your fight and immediately 
just drop to the ground, like a hard drop to your your stomach, and you just start wailing. I've never been worthy of anyone in my life. No one loves me. No one will take the time to get to know my stories. Why? What? I'm I'm watching this like half. Everyone <laughs> um, was right. So he's like facing away from us now. Yes. Yeah. He's looking out into the arena. Can I like try to knock him unconscious? <laughs> yeah, you can. Roll a roll an attack. Sometimes I make things happen that shouldn't happen. What did you world. roll? Uh, a two. So <laughs> we're uh, not rolling so well this morning, ladies how, and gentlemen. How were you trying to to knock him unconscious? I want to know um, what the sitch is. <laughs> I was just going to kind of punch him in the back of the head. I guess. <laughs> okay, so you were going for like an unarmed strike kind of yeah. situation. But not with if, your tambourine. If it arm. helps, my strength is with, with proficiency is plus six. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so you uh, go to, to knock him out just as he has, has commanded the two dwarves to lay down and cry. Um, and just as you, you go to do it, like you would have connected with the back of his head, but because they're so close to the edge, he leans over to to actually be able to see them do it to, and to like point at it because he's pointing and being like, see, I did it. I told you I could do it. So you, you were still aiming for where his head was, not where it is. Wait, shouldn't she have advantage since she's attacking from behind? No. Okay. Sorry. Uh, Shouldn't this work exactly as we wanted to? The whole Russian general is just a badass that gets advantage on every hit. Yeah. So um, you 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 whiff like you don't make contact with anything, but the strength of your fist carries with it like a very big movement in the air current around it. So you're not like breaking the sound barrier or anything. Yeah, you broke wind. Um, but there there is like a feeling of of wind. So he he like feels that ruffle ruffle the hair on the the back of his head and the back of his neck. And he sort of stays in the position that he's in and, like, just turns his head (laughs) and just sees a a big, meaty orc fist above him. And he um, he goes, uh, you know, uh, you still haven't answered my question about (laughs) what it is you came up here to do. Well, <laughs> and we switch back to the <laughs> roll for feeling of wind. So uh, you are crying, face down in the sand, crying, <laughs> just <laughs> wailing. Loristine is as well. Olash looks better than me in scale mail. Wow, he has a, he's getting honest too. Yeah, I don't think um, you've ever seen me in scale mail. <laughs> he just knows. He just, he just, just assumed. Yeah, <laughs> he's seen your touring posters. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like dwarven ale. It tastes like burning, and I like it sweeter. So you guys, you're just like writhing in the sand, crying, laying down flat, uh, and we switch back to the. So switching back to the party. Sometimes Cassian makes me feel incompetent. That doesn't sound too hard. <laughs> need to get like right now, for example. Doctor Scotch. Doctor Scotch's uh, character sheet's coming out now. Yeah, well, you guys are you're doing stuff, so. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to do what Cassian wanted me to do. No, that was a great, good. If there's a a lesson you learn, it's don't listen to Cassian all the time. Good try. Do what you want to do. I would have loved. That would have been great. (laughs) It sure would have been. (laughs) You were just going for a fly, right? You were trying to swat something away from him. Just like pat him on top of the head (laughs) to save you. 
That's why we're Just here. <laughs> well, so here's, like, he looks up and he asks that question. I will give you an opportunity to say something before... Okay, yeah, I pat him on the head and I say to save you, like we said. <laughs> Roll persuasion. <laughs> With advantage. <laughs> this is from behind. That was a real friendly head pat. <laughs> Ooh. Um, yeah. um, uh, 16. Oh, negative one. I forgot about that. Okay. Okay. So um, he looks up at you, uh, or continues to look up at you, I should say, <laughs> and you, you pat him. Is it like a like a meaty pat? Or... <laughs> Can you? Does she have another option? Yeah, why does my other option? <laughs> so the question is, like, how, how tender are you trying to be, or is this like, uh, like, like a, a toddler a- seeing a dog and being like, pat the dog? <laughs> It's it's like no, it's not like that. It's like a like ah, buddy, look at you. Oh, you're like ruffling his hair. Yeah. Okay. Or his hat. Um, so he's hair. wearing a hat, <laughs> like a pointed <laughs> wizard cap. So take off his fabric. So what you do is you you try to recover. So you crumple the hat against his head and like tossle the hat on his head. Um, and, uh, but you know what? But he, he sort of like, he like lowers his head (laughs) under you and like goes to the side and stands back up straight and sort of straightens his, his robe. And then he takes the hat off his head and like shoves his hand up inside it to, to straighten it back out, puts it on his head. He casts prestidigitation to sort of like get the creases and everything out of it. Um, and then he just, he just claps you on the shoulder and he says, um, yeah, well, thank you, I guess. And behind his back, I'm going, again, again. <laughs> um, and he, uh, he looks back out over the arena, um, and he, he says, um, sorry for the interruption, fight. Now, and I'm, once again, the ring flashes. Uh, go ahead and roll a uh, wisdom save. Right before I, that, uh, right before it flashes, I'm, I'm still crying out loud. I just want to be like, I just want to be taught to play the bagpipes well, so my father will love me. And I roll, and I get a nat one. Okay, so you are once again overcome with that uh, sensation of blind fury and rage and fighting, uh, and you are still prone. <laughs> as is Laura's scene, uh, and we switch back to the fight. Um, I have a question. Yes. Uh, he's still standing at the edge. Mm-hmm. I have a question. <laughs> Olash, uh, they're going to fight whomever's right in front of them, right? Yes. 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 <laughs> Even yeah, if it's Olash not is the one who knows. <laughs> <laughs> I say, seems like sound logic to me. Right. So. <laughs> Even if someone were to fall into the into the uh, arena, they would have to fight that person. Good point, and take a step away from the edge. <laughs> uh, and then I then I say, well, that would be a tragedy if. Um, and then I go real sotto voce. Oh, gosh, you have a little bug in your ear. Push him over the edge. <laughs> Just push him on in. Just go up, run, push him into the edge. Go do it, Olaf. Oh, got the bug. And then I crush nothing in my hands. Can I try to do that, or are we in the Yeah, fight? I'll allow it. Okay. So go ahead and roll a uh, strength check, and you can add your proficiency bonus. Oh, no. Oh. So, 10. That was a cool idea. Ten. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you um, you're still standing pretty much like right behind him, and you go <laughs> to uh, like your your plan is to like 
essentially grab him like from the ankles and like just upend him over. Um, so you reach down and instead of uh, like you go to grab his ankles, but he's wearing this this big like billowing robe, uh. and you just get handfuls of cloth that you lift up. So you're essentially <laughs> just lifting up his robe. Um, and he... Uh, <laughs> Fluffer! Play it off! He, he feels that, and uh, he's like, oh, whoa, whoa. Uh, hey, you know, like, you're very good looking for an orc. Like, I'm not gonna... Oh, that's not like, nice. You know, oh. but it's just, it's, that's not my thing. That's like, not I don't, a compliment. But I do appreciate a very forward woman. For an orc? <laughs> oh, you done did it. Yeah. I'm going to you... punch him again. <laughs> Roll it. <clears throat> so that's 18. 18. Ooh. <laughs> um, uh, so this is, once though. again, this is, is unarmed. You're just... Yes. Okay, cool. Um, so where where are you punching him? Face. <laughs> wow. No hesitation. Face. Okay, so you... Um, so he says for an orc... Uh, and you just like white hot rage, <laughs> not raging, but yeah, close, rage. Close to it. Um, and you crack him in the face. Um, so, what's your your strength bonus? So, just my straight strength is plus four. Plus four. Okay. So you so he takes five points of bludgeoning damage Oof. as you crack him, uh, and he comes away like with a black eye instantly. It's, uh... The of how the big is body. compared to his face, huh? Could it just be a black face? <laughs> uh, he is not now in blackface. <laughs> I think we've had enough veiled racism. <laughs> no, no, we have a ton of that. Uh, well, there's more to come, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he uh, he takes that, that hit. He sort of, like, stumbles backward a little bit from the force of it. And then he his voice goes very loud again. Oh, no. You see the ring flash. And he says, uh, to my defense. Oh, and fun. you hear from uh, both of the, the stairwells on either side, you hear the sound of like armor clanking, as you can only assume there are two people coming up the stairs. Only two. And it is time to roll some initiative. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you stay. Yeah. You're in a different fight. Ooh. Oh, um, man. 17. What do we add to this one? Uh, uh, your initiative. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would make sense. Do you want to roll Five. Oh, God. Oh, God! What you got? Eleven. Cassian uh, will be going first in a moment, but we are going to switch back to the arena battle The arena battle first. Um, so, Yarfik, it is your turn. You are I'm going to tip prone. up. So, tip up. Okay. And then I'm going to look at her and just say, All right, playtime's over. Grab my tankard and take a swig of nothing and basically cast Cure Wounds on myself. Roll religion. Okay. Uh, Fifteen. You get up and you go to uh, cast Cure Wounds on yourself and you, you go through you know the, the motions of, of everything that's involved in it. And when you get to the end, expecting to feel that sort of that like radiant uh, searing healing, you feel nothing. Oh, crap. Nothing comes through, uh, and you don't even have time to to stop and consider why, because that that fight, fight, fight in your head is just drowning out everything else. Oh, Lord. Okay, so she's going to get up. 
Well, there goes my plan. And that's 5, 10. That's a good pot. <laughs> yep. So she can get just about there. Not quite close enough to actually attack you yet, though. So right. You're up. This is going to be running. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have not had time to consider it, so I probably can't continue to do this. Ah, screw it. I'm going to run at her and just kind of like... Dwarven missile at her. Okay. <laughs> the old Dwarven, Dwarven missile. Like yeah. Classic. No. Does that count? No, it's not on any number. Well, it's, yeah, kind of, but not really. Okay. Yeah, it's cocked. Uh, that's uh, 14. 14 hits? Yes! Nice. Sweet. Four more points of damage. Yeah, so she uh, takes another four points of damage. She's not looking too great either. Is she knocked over, though? Because I was trying to knock her down. Uh, oh, yeah. That's right. Let me roll. Uh... Look, I used my entire momentum to try to do it. Uh, she is. So you you knock her backwards. And then, so that was a 5 that moved to do it. 5, 10. <laughs> <laughs> I'm using the Dynasty Warriors tactic of slash, run backwards, run slash, yeah. run backwards. It's like the crowd hates you. <laughs> <clears throat> no, I'm, I'm crafty. So she's I'm getting back dwarf. up. She... She's going to do the same thing she did before. She leans down. She grabs a handful of sand, knowing that she won't be able to get to you. Uh, and that is uh, uh, 22. Does she yeah. still have disadvantage on this? If I get it, I get disadvantage on this. No, um, no. She had disadvantage. Um, she oh, no, she, that's right. She, she had disadvantage on her next attack. Um, so uh, so that's, uh, that's only like a 13 to hit. So that doesn't hit. Yeah. So she uh, I've seen this move scoops up uh, a handful of sand and goes to throw it at you, uh, but you just sort of deftly move out of the way. Uh, go for it. What's next? I'm going to try to do the same type of thing, knock her prone. Okay. But the way I'm doing it this time is if anyone sees the move Sling Blade, I run up and I grab her, her head and I basically sit down and drag her backwards, slam her into the ground. So yeah. That's a 22. Nice. Yeah, that hits. Nice. So you go catch her like right around the neck yep. and then slam her like into the ground. Horse collar tire, yeah, so she was back down. And then I run ten feet away. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The crowd's like, no, oh, man, look at this. <laughs> no, 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 there's a plan to this. I saw it in a scroll about world wrestling entertainment once. You just keep moving. Uh, so she is again going to get up. Uh, since you're only 10 feet away, she can actually reach you this time. Does that, not, did, that did damage though, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm keeping track. Don't yeah. <laughs> Uh, she runs forward, and that is uh, buh, 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 17 to Does hit. Does not hit me. Is your AC uh, on your sheet incorporating your shield? No, it's not. Okay, I'll just make it sure. No, I took it off of there. Cool. So she uh, she gets up, she runs over to you, uh, throws a punch, which you just you dodge out of the way of. Okay. Um, Things are looking what's up. What's next? I'm, <laughs> let's just keep this going. I'm going to do a standing drop kick and try to kick it backwards <laughs> again. <laughs> so jump up and kick forward with all my might, and I'm probably the land prone. And then I'll have to get back up, but I'm trying to knock her back as far as I can. Yeah, no, that's uh, six, seven, eight. So you um, <laughs> you stand, you you uh, like jump in the air as high as your little dwarven feet will carry you, um, and you kick your feet out in front of you, but they're little dwarven feet. Um, so you just sort of like it just looks like you're really aggressively sitting. <laughs> you like jump up. Put your feet out straight in front of you, and then just fall and like hit your butt right on the sand. So it does that doesn't do any damage because it's a soft landing. That, but you are big butt. you are prone. And then I um, stand back up. 
Yeah, I'll allow it. You know, I mean, I have my movement left, so... Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to move anywhere. I'm just going to stand up. Yeah. Um, so now she's going to... I kind of look around and be like, No one saw that, right? Nope. No one did. you again. And that is uh, 19. That's So... I'm going to go down this head, so... Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's six points of damage. Yeah, so that's three points under my maximum. So you are unconscious now. Yeah. Switching back to the party, I'm going to give you... So, Cassian, you are going first. Um, all the things that just happened in the arena like, are in the past now, so you've seen that stuff happen. You saw Yarfik just go down. Okay. Did mm. you hear the crowd yelling and screaming for all my moves, though? No. I uh, hear the crowd, like, being angry at you. Of course. They're not your biggest fan. But you also hear the crowd, like, hooping and hollering and, and like, chanting Laura Steen's name because she just won the fight. You owe me ten gold, yeah. Because <laughs> I knew you bet on it. So I'm going to draw my rapier. If I'm not already within five feet of uh, Scotch, I'm going to get within five feet. I kind of can't tell from here. You, you, you are. All right. We'll just allow it to um, be that. But, but before I attack him, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to cast minor a minor illusion into the, like, doorway that, that we hear the guards coming from mm-hmm. to create what looks like a like a, a wall of like a five foot high wall of like like thorny plants with like that look like they have like poison dripping from the thorns <laughs> um, and I'm also gonna yell uh, Olash do you have a potion for Yarfik? Um, hold on oh. so which which side there are two staircases are they coming do I hear them coming from both sides yeah. oh dip okay um, I guess oh, the dip. one shit I yeah. I guess the one behind Eowyn. So the one you guys came up from. Yeah. So you're within five feet of Scutch, you're casting Minor Illusion, that's your turn? Yeah, that's that's my action. Next up are the guards. So we got one right there, and one right there. Um, and uh, this guy right here is, uh, he's sort of stymied by the, um, the thorns at first. Like he, but you can sort of see on his face that like he's he's drawn to do what he was commanded to do. So he sort of steals himself and walks right through them, and then you know like obviously notices that they don't do any damage to him. So he's he's fine once he gets through. Um, and he's going to go straight up to Eowyn and take a swing, mm-hmm. and that is a uh, thirteen to hit. Mm-hmm. Hits me. So that hits and. You take five damage. That's more than half my hit points. As he um, he takes a jab at you with his spear. Oof. Ouch. Catches you right <laughs> on the leg. Um, and then the other guard enters, and he comes right up to you, Cassian. And that is, uh, that's only a ten to hit, so I'm assuming that misses. Yeah. So he, he also is clad with a spear. Uh, he comes up to take a jab at you, but you definitely maneuver out of the way. Next up is Olash. Um, okay, well, I'm going to draw my axe, um, and then can I, like, step in b- between Eowyn and that guard? The uh, yeah. That just attacked her? Okay. And then I'm going to attack him. That's a 16. 16 matches his AC. That hits. Okay, yay. Nice. Oh, mash. Four. Uh, seven. Seven points of damage. Olash, he hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> if there's anyone that Olash cares about, it's Eowyn. You see that, that Eowyn uh, just took some damage, and you rush to her aid, um, and you push... Uh, do you, like, push her out of the way? Yes. Okay, so you, you like, 
edge her out of the way uh, and plant yourself between her and the guard and you take a swing with your battle axe um, and it just like it, he's wearing armor he's wearing ch- uh, like a chain shirt um, but it you hit him so hard that it like it doesn't find a way around the chain but it just like makes a dent in it so it does still like a lot of damage you get him like right across the left peck and yep. he is uh, not happy but you know He's doing his job. And next up is Eowyn. Aha! I will cast Firebolt on this doofus. <laughs> on Scutch? Oh no, the doofus that hit me in the leg with a spear. Oh, the guard, okay. <laughs> uh, so... Guard, as you talk to him. Yes. Um, hey, screw you! Um, <laughs> do I, do I, I don't... Where, what, I roll a d20? Firebolt is a a, uh, it's a, be a, a ranged spell attack. Does I it say over there Sailor. if it's an attack roll? Uh, 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 one spell attack for one d ten. Oh yeah, that means yeah. you roll attack. So, okay. <laughs> oh, eleven. <laughs> eleven plus your spell attack bonus, which is four. Yeah, fifteen. Okay, so uh, with a fifteen, uh, you you're like, hey, doofus. Uh, <laughs> hey, and doofus. Hit you, me in the leg uh, with a spear. Why don't you? I'll yeah, hit you, you in the. Leg with a fire. <laughs> so you, I'm working on my mockery. <laughs> yeah, you're you're, you're working on your mockery, um, and the uh, the firebolt. Uh, you you like try to react and do that firebolt just as Olash pushes you out of the way to take a swing in your defense, um, and she just knocks you off kilter enough that you miss. Oh, darn. so you just sort of like paint a little streak of fire up, uh, like across the um, the frame of the doorway. Uh, and next up is Dr. Scutch. So Dr. Scutch is going to... What is Dr. Scutch going to do? He's got so many options. That sounds ominous. <laughs> Dr. Scutch is going to... Uh, Dr. Scutch is just going to cast Mage Armor on himself. Shit. Um, <clears throat> so you see him sort of wave his hands in front of him, and then this blue shimmering energy sort of like settles over his form. He's such a freaking wimp. <laughs> um, and he is going to, he's not even going to move. He's going to stay where he is. Confident in everything that is happening. Uh, now, at this moment, uh, Loristine gets to go again. Um, and she has advantage because he is prone. But that still does not hit his AC. Um, so she is like in still in blind fury, just like sort of errantly punching at where Yarfik is on the ground, but she's just sort of like hitting sand for the moment. <laughs> um, like she hits sand with one hand, with the other hand she hits his breastplate, um, and it doesn't really do any damage because it's just hard on armor. As long as she doesn't hit my tankard, I'm fine. Yeah. Uh, so now we're back up to Cassian. Okay. Um, I am going to just, I guess, try to stab Scutch with my rapier. Okay. I'm also gonna yell. I'm also. I'm also gonna call to Olash. Uh, maybe you should save Yarfik. <laughs> He's about to get murdered by this dwarf. <laughs> and that is a twenty-three. Twenty-three hits. Okay. Five. Another five points of damage. So you stab him, um, and you he's he sort of like sees it coming a little bit, but you still catch him in the arm, um, and you know he's a wimp, so it hurts. Um, are you gonna move it all? Or you're staying where you are. Staying right where I am. Okay. Next up are the guards. Uh, so big boy right here is definitely gonna keep going after Olash, because he's just looking to slice through whatever's in front of him. Uh, and he rolled a he rolled a nineteen, so I just know that hits. Yeah. And that's going to do 
five points of piercing damage. Okay. Um, as he juts forward with his spear, catches you maybe like on the flank or on, on the side. Um, and he's going to stay put because he's just trying to go through you. And then the other one is going to go up to you, Cassian. Uh, and big whiff. Okay. <laughs> uh, so next up is Olash. Okay, so can I jump down into the ring where they're fighting? You can. So you would you would incur an attack of opportunity from the guard, um, unless the only thing you do is, like, disengage and move. Like, you wouldn't be able to jump down and attack. Okay. I will. I'll disengage and okay. move. So uh, you disengage, you move, you jump down. Um, just roll uh, an acrobatics check real quick, because that is, a, like, a 30-foot drop. Okay. Okay, I don't like this thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You can you can re-roll it. It looks okay. it, it was yeah, cocked is, from being up on that that this bubble. Is a little wonky. Um, it's okay. I'll take it off there. Okay. Sorry. Oh no, it's okay. Thank you for offering. It just keeps rolling into the corners. That's because this, I need to fix it. That's <laughs> <laughs> not much better. Six. Do you want to okay. die? Six total. Yes, total. Okay, cool. Um, so you um. No, I have faith in my dice. You take one point of uh, bludgeoning damage from the fall. Okay. I can handle that. Uh, do you have a healing potion on you? Um, yeah, she, here's you... the thing, is that I definitely bought one last time, but it's not on here. You do here, have one. But I, yeah, I can't remember specifically. I thought we all well, you, you, you did. Oh, you it's, did a, it's a regular potion of healing. It's, it's 2d4 regular... plus okay, 4. Okay, cool. So yeah, I do cool. have that. Cool. So that's that's the end of your turn for now. Uh, so next up is Eowyn. Uh So I've been. So now there's a god right in front of me, and I'm pretty, um, I'm I'm pretty exposed here. Yeah. So I I I am gonna cast Burning Hands because I'm right here. He's right here in front of me. It is not a spell attack, so I just do it, right? Uh, yeah. I believe it's a it's a it was a deck save on the. Yeah. So foosh. Panartha! <laughs> Panartha, Panartha. He fails his save. Yes. Panartha. So go ahead and roll your damage. Awesome. <laughs> so it's 3d6 plus 1d6 per spell level. Nice. So. so you're casting it at first level, right? So it's just, yeah. just 3d6. Okay. So here's two more d6s. I roll them one at a time. You're bad, whatever. <laughs> one plus save time. four plus... Five, ten. So ten damage. Awesome. Um, so you put your hands together. <laughs> Panartha. Uh, and you say Panartha. <laughs> and um, this white hot torrent of flame shoots out from your hands, completely engulfing a 15-foot cone in front of you. Uh, there are scorch marks all over the, the door frame and the wall around him. And when the energy subsides... The spear and shield he was holding just sort of clatter to the floor, <laughs> and the the scale shirt you hear it just drop to the ground as there's just a pile of ashes in front of you, um, and then also the control collar that he was wearing clatters on top of all of it. Mm, I push my glasses up on my nose <laughs> uh, and say, "Oh, that one went better than the first time I did it." Uh, I, this is like my whole action thing, but I haven't really taken a good look at those control collars yet. I've mm-hmm. already like cast my big spell, but can I like take a quick look at that thing? I mean, you you wouldn't get more than a glance. Let's see what I can do with a glance. 
I mean, you, there's nothing to roll for. Like you okay. can look at it and you can see that it's uh, a, a a collar. Yeah. Um, it is made of sort of like a a, a, a blackish metal with mm-hmm. yellow runes on it, mm-hmm. um, and it has a locking pin. But you can't really like you can't it, you, if you wanted to get more information, you'd have to inspect it. Which right. Take an action on your okay. Um, um, yeah. So which can move. F you. No, I. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> is that the new word you're using for the next spell? No. Um, I will stay. I feel like I'm more safe in the corner. <laughs> I thought no one put Aowen in the corner. No, oh. she does. A- Only herself. She, she puts herself in the corner. Nobody else can. <laughs> Usually that's where the best chairs are to read. Cool. Yeah. Um, so Scutch is up, is up next. Scutch is up next, Scutch. guys. <laughs> Scutch is up next. Um, and he is going to, once again, so many options. Um, he is going to cast Scorching Ray. Oh. Um, and so Scorching Ray, you get, uh, is a second level spell. You get three rays. So he's going to do, um, two at Cassian and one at, at Olash. Uh, so the first one is a natural one. So Cassian, you're, you're good on that. Uh, second one is an 18. That is my AC, so... Uh, and the third one is a 22, so you guys are each going to take one ray, which is 2d6 fire damage. So the first one is uh, 7 fire damage to you, Cassian, and the second one is 10 fire damage to you, Olash. Um, so he takes that stab in the arm from you, Cassian, um, and he he's no longer... And he sees one of his guards go down, and he's like, okay, you know, we gotta we got to do this for real so he casts uh his scorching ray the first ray uh you just sort of deftly move out of the way of but then the second one catches you where you were moving to and sort of rakes up your side um and olash he gets you like right down the spine Ooh. with the third one because um, you're facing away from him oh, um and it's like powerful enough that it when it, it it goes past you and hits like the sand below you it turns it to glass Oh my god. So. Oh, he's using magic without being part of the ORE. This is huge. Uh, so, next up is Cassian. Um, oh, sorry. No, wait. Next up is Loristine. How, uh, how can I forget these things? It's so important. Uh, do I make any death saving throws or anything? Or am I? Um, you are. You're only unconscious for right now. Um, okay. And I'm just staving it off uh, for fun. Um, <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, so, uh, she, she misses again. Once again, she's just hitting, like, the breastplate of his armor, and she's not really doing any, any damage. So, Cassian. Even though I went down to the pit? Yeah, she's not okay. reacting to you She's right still now. staring She's at fighting the thing that's in front of Good her. Good to know. I'm gonna say, see if you can get that color off him! And also stab at, uh, <laughs> at, uh, what's his name? Scott Scotch. Scotch again? Okay. Yeah. That is a 17. 17 hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Okay, and damage is nine. Um, so you stab at him, and you manage to uh, to open the wound further that you had put on him earlier. Um, so his his left arm is like soaking with blood right now. Stay in put. Yep. Good oh, where I am. Okay. Uh, actually, if I can maneuver to place myself as much between this other guard and Aowen as I can. Okay, so you're just gonna like Take five foot space. step yeah, to the side, circle around, go around. Him. Cool. Uh, well, that that guard is still focused on you. Good. Um, and that is a 17 to hit. Nope. Okay. Thanks to Frosted Blake. <laughs> um, so he's he, part of this melee. Yeah. 
So he goes to stab at you with his his spear, but you just deflect it with your shield. Um, so next up is Olash. What you doing? I want to take a swing at this dwarf that's trying to kill my friend. And this dwarf's okay. not focused at all on Olash. That must Hasn't be Hasn't noticed her yet. Okay, 10. Were you swinging with your weapon or were you swinging unarmed? Weapon. Okay. So you um, go to swing, but she's just like moving so violently and like jerkily um, that it just sort of, uh, she she goes through to punch and you just sort of hit like over where she was because she ducks down. Okay. Cool. Eowyn. Um, I will just move. Just uh, can I do? I have a line of sight here on the other guard. Yeah, Is yeah. Fine. You can, can I do it? Okay, so can I? I'm gonna do firebolt. Pew! Dong. Ten plus four, fourteen. Once again, uh, that that energy ray comes out of your hand, um, but it, it trying to aim like around Cassian and hit him. Uh, it just sort of goes like like through the crook of his arm. Yeah. Oh, great. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> Fireball. You burn a little hole in the uh, in the stairwell behind him. Each time, though, it's left like a Z of Zorro. Um, whenever <laughs> Not I an miss. A for Aowen? No. <laughs> no. Um, can I just, like, you said his shield fell to the ground? Yeah. Can I just pick it up? You can, yeah. And hide behind it? <laughs> sure. Okay. I crouch behind a shield. I will, I will say that uh, even though you are not proficient in that, um, if you are just, like, taking like full defense behind the shield that, yeah. that like a melee attack would have disadvantage against. Awesome, will do. I'll allow that. Cool. Um, <laughs> Scutch is up next um, and he has seen one of his guards go down. Uh, he has seen sort of how the battle seems to be progressing and he he waves uh, his hand in front of him and disappears. Oh, for fuck's oh my god. god. Scutch! Um, Son of a To be butt. clear, like can we tell if he has actually teleported away or is just invisible? Roll an arcana check. That's intelligence, yeah? Yes. Twelve. Um, um, I'm, well... You're proficient. I'm, I'm doing a two, right? You can do a two. You, Fourteen. You, um, Cassian, you do not know. Plus um, intelligence or... Plus the arcana. Plus, plus arcana. The, so fourteen. Um, so with a fourteen, I peek out of my. From the <laughs> <laughs> like, what? With a fourteen, you looking at it, it doesn't like you're you're you don't know what spell he used. You're not entirely sure. Yeah. But to you, it doesn't look like the teleportation magic you've seen. Huh. Ooh. Doesn't look like the teleportation magic I've seen. <laughs> Is that, are you saying that to me? <laughs> okay. Um, but now. Loristine uh, misses again. Still, she's just going at that breastplate. Uh, <laughs> nice, Lori. She really doesn't like your no, armor. She doesn't like me at all. Um, so we are back up to the top with Cassie. Here's a question. If, assuming for argument's sake that he's still here and invisible, mm-hmm. can I still hit him with vicious mockery <laughs> as long as I, like, say his name? Because he can still hear me. Ooh. Um. <laughs> Ooh. Mock the air. It's, it's not an attack roll. It's a save roll. Roll mock the air. Yeah, uh, you can tr- you can try. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess that's too funny not to try. <laughs> I, was say. Right, I say, running and hiding already, Scutch. You really are a coward. Roll roll damage for just in case. One. Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah. but, but we do hear a. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we don't. <laughs> 
down on me too. Yeah. Uh, it's never good when the DM laughs. <laughs> Sometimes it is. Usually it isn't. Uh, so next up is the other guard. And the other guard is going to continue to try and pick away at you because you're what's in front of him. Uh, and he doesn't. It just doesn't happen. So you don't have to worry about that. Everything's Sweet. fine. Everything's cool. Uh, <laughs> We're all fine here. How yeah, are you? Fine. How are you doing? Olash, you're up. Okay. What's your operating number? <clears throat> so I am going to rage. Oh, crap. And I'm going to take another swing at her with my axe. Mm-hmm. Oh Jiminy Cricket. Nat one. Oh no. Okay. Oh no. So um Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. So she is on top of Yarfik. Oh no. Pounding away at his breastplate. Oh no. You go to swing. Are you I'm gonna allow you this. Are you swinging with like the blade of the axe or like the flat of the axe? Like Like are you trying to kill her or are you trying to knock her out? Knock her out. Okay. <laughs> Just needed to know this. So, Otherwise you decapitate your face. Exactly. Um, so you, uh, swinging with the flat of the axe... Uh, like she's she's bent over over Yarfik beating on him and she like goes to sit up um, at, at a moment when you just didn't expect it to happen and you swing down and you crack Yarfik right in the face um, so that is two uh, failed death saving throws yay um, so uh, Yarfik is is on the verge oh no <laughs> I can't live with that <laughs> neither can I um <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Eowyn! I'm, I'm surprised I didn't pre- prepare another character sheet today. <laughs> uh, you guys don't do the things I expect you to do. Um, How many times can I say it? Uh, I'll go and uh, just move over here, and I'll, I'll keep casting Firebolt. I don't, I don't have any. I've used all my spell slots, so that's my only attack magic right now. So doing it. Oh, that okay. That doesn't count. You can yeah. roll it. Yeah, wow. there it is. Not 20. Noise. Uh, so go ahead and roll damage and mm. then double the dice. With a 1d10 fire damage. Oh, <laughs> this is just gonna... <laughs> 10. 10 damage. Okay, yeah. so you uh, super pissed off that you missed the, the last <gasps> two times that you cast Firebolt. And you're I know just I'm like... good at this. I could do... This is not hard. You, I just... <laughs> you like put your other hand up and like aim through it like you make crosshairs with mm. your your pointer finger and your thumb um, and you really center it and you I hit practice the, guard, the mnemonic that I learned in third grade like, which is I well okay <laughs> 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 when firebolt's not working right use your hands and align it up <laughs> I assume that rhymes in Elvis. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't translate great. Common's such a just it's a base language. It's really common's really not is. good for poetry. It's not. Um, so you do that, uh, and the firebolt right into the front of his neck. Like it goes oh. in the front of his neck, comes out the back. There it is. And he... <laughs> you just murdered The someone. force of it, he he actually falls backward and sort of clatters down the steps behind him a little bit. Oh. So that other guard is done. Great! <laughs> uh, do you want to move? Um, I'll, uh... Well, so, 
Yes, because I recognize that illusion thing happened. No, or not the illusion, but the, the teleportation thing. So I'm going to cautiously stay behind my shield for a second. <laughs> okay. And just shout to, to Cassian, because he didn't hear me say that. I say, I don't think... That was not the teleportation spell I recognized, Cassian. I, he might still have done it, but I don't recognize that. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Cool. Uh, so awesome. uh, next up is Scutch. Um, and after that is Cassian. Okay. Um, I am going to... I assume I can still see what's happening in the arena without moving. <laughs> yes. So okay. I'll crush my face with an axe. Yeah, uh, I'm going to yell to the <laughs> dwarf lady. Um... <laughs> That's twice now you've failed to punch an unconscious person. <laughs> Maybe you should just call it a day. Uh, she, she does not make her save. <laughs> All right, come on. Holy shit, one again? <laughs> I cannot vicious Guys, what's happening? Shit. I don't know. Fight Club is hard. This is hilarious. I'm rolling all right. Um, so <laughs> she she was yeah, not she was not looking this. great to to begin with. Like okay. she had, you know Yarvik had had still landed some hits on her, um, and with that one she sort of like looks up, um, and you can still see like the rage in her eyes. So she looks up like very violently and, and sort of zeroes in on you saying that to her, and then she just. Falls. Yeah. <laughs> just under the weight of my insult. <laughs> she, she just sits down because she's like, man. I never. You're right. So she, she takes she, my suggestion. Yeah, so she falls backwards and she is out. Um, and we'll keep going in the order of initiative. For right now, there are no other combatants that you're aware mm-hmm. of. Um, although I will say, as of right now. Um, Olash and uh, Cassian, you definitely have the view of since you've jumped into the arena, like there is chaos going on on the the viewing platform around here. Um, yeah, people are very confused. Uh, a lot of people have like run off um, into the adjoining chambers. Um, the uh, the group of people that are wearing like the black plate armor are watching very intently. The, but everyone else seems to just sort of be in a panic. Like, they don't know what's going on. This fight has already been weird from the beginning because <laughs> Scutch interrupted it to make the combatants lie down and cry, uh, which has never happened before. Um, and all of a sudden, like, they could see sort of the scuffle that was going on up here, and they they all saw Scutch disappear. Uh, and then they and they saw you jump down into the arena. So like it is madness. Cats and dogs living together. <laughs> together. Um, uh, so there's there's a whole bunch of kerfuffle going on around. But for the meantime, you are down there. Um, so uh, we'll just start from the top of the order and go with Cassian. Okay, I'm gonna try and throw another vicious mockery sketch his way, just in case he's around. Okay. I'm just gonna say. I'm, I'm gonna say. Looks like your control over this arena isn't as firm as you thought. Maybe go back to beauty school. <laughs> What's the range on Vicious Mockery? 60 feet. You yeah. you know when when your Vicious Mockery has connected. Like, okay. you, you can feel it, and it doesn't feel... it. it you don't feel okay. that, that landing. Can I also um, just yell to Olash, heal Yarvik, give him your potion. So, Olash, what you gonna do? I'm gonna give him my potion. Okay, so roll uh, 2d4. 2... And two. Plus four. So you get eight hit points. So you, uh, like, open his mouth, pour it down his gullet, 
like massage his throat so that he swallows it because he's unconscious. Do I have much of a throat left after that smack to the face? <laughs> yeah. It was your face, not your throat. She just flattened it so your your head and your neck are like even. It's just a big shot. You got a flat nose now. You got a boxer's nose. Um, So you uh, you've got eight hit points and you are you are alive. Okay. (laughs) My death saves go away, or do they? Yeah, death saves go away. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna stand up. Obviously, am I still feeling the fight, fight, fight in my head? No, your head is clear. Okay, I'm gonna walk over to butt pounding, butt clear. Butt pounding. His butt's pounding. Yeah. He did sit down pretty hard. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to walk over to Loristine and kind of check her out and um, uh, healing... uh, What was it? What am I doing? You can stabilize her. I can either spare the dying, but I think I'm going to do a healing word. So go ahead and roll. I have to roll to do it? Well, you roll for how much healing you do. All right, yeah. Five. Uh, Yeah, five. Okay. Cool. So she um, sort of comes to uh, and looks up and is I have her hand up. And she she takes your hand and uh, and stands up and uh, and she says, uh, oh sorry. No, you were you were the better one today, lass. That was impressive. And she sort of looks around and sees a half orc and all of the chaos going on around her and what did I miss? Believe me, I wouldn't know either. I'm as baffled as you are, but I have a feeling, and as I say that, I turn, I just give Olash a giant hug. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I'd like to further and more closely investigate that collar. Go ahead and roll an investigation check. Nope. <laughs> that one. It is a mystery to you. Oh, <laughs> man, what? Did this go around the neck? <laughs> um, I'm gonna su- suggest to Eowyn I say um, do you th- maybe we can find a way down to the arena and meet up with the- let those guys out of there correct uh, yeah let's go down um, and I don't want to jump because I'm a little bit I've already, I'm only on four hit points so yeah you wanna go back down yeah let's way? run back down the stairs and, and look for an, an entrance into the try and like find a way to open that gate from the other side okay so you two uh, you go down the, the crowd is still like roiling uh, but there, there are fewer people there than there were before. Um, so you, you, you step over the the pile of ash that was that guard. Mm. Uh, you go down the stairs. Were there any coins in the ash? <laughs> there were not. Okay. <laughs> did you did you take the collar with you? Like, do you still have it, or did you leave it? Yeah, there? I have it. Okay. So uh, you go down the stairs. You start sort of milling through the crowd that's still there. Uh, you notice that, that that group of people clad in black armor, like, they're still planted where they were watching everything. Um, and they definitely see you guys going wherever you're going. Um, but they, they make no move to do anything. They're just taking it all in. Mm. Um, so you go uh, and you go out into the, 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 uh, the entry room over here. Um, is that what we're doing? I think so. I okay. mean, if I'm I mean, that's, that. I'm assuming that's what you're doing. Yeah. Th- that's um, the, like, there's no direct way down to the arena, right? From from that, where we just were. No. I mean, well, the, the you could jump. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. Sorry, direct I meant way. to the back. That's the express route. <laughs> okay. Um, the express route? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so you go uh, down into here to go to the that lower staircase, um, and we got to change a map. Changing the map! <laughs> Changing the map now. Changing the map. Whoa! You guys, uh, Olash and Yarfik and Loristine, you're still in the arena. Obviously, nothing has changed there. Uh, you guys uh, go down into the entry room. You come out, 
uh, uh, or sorry, you go down into the entry room, you, you enter one of those staircases that's behind one of the, the bedding kiosks, and you come out in what looks like a locker room. Um, there are... There are some some people in there. Uh, for the moment, they you can see that they have collars on, but they all just look like they're waiting for instructions. And otherwise, there are some weapon racks in the back. There are um, two like stone benches that are just five foot squares. Uh, and then to your right, uh, there is a hallway that you assume goes to the arena. Are there any longbows on the weapon racks? Uh, roll of perception check. <laughs> No, yeah, 13. Uh, you're looking over it, uh, you see there are um, there's a collection of short swords, there are some long swords, there are some small hand axes, um, there are pikes, halberds, and and you, yeah, right right there, there's, there's a longbow over there. It looks like it's in good shape. Sweet, I'm going to snag that. Okay. You can add that to your inventory. Yay. What's next? What you doing? Uh, can I, I'd like to look around... You, you said there was a longbow. There was a longbow? Yes. yes. Hey, good for you, man. Thanks. I don't know. Are there, are there any magical accoutrements on the weapons racks? Uh, you can roll perception. Is that a... Yeah, six. So, And then perception... What's the number I add to that? Perception. Oh, nine. Uh, no, it looks like it's all just martial and simple weaponry. Nothing magical. Huh. I leave... I put the shield back on the rack. And, uh, uh, I go with, uh, yeah, Cassian. We re- ready to hop on in the arena? Let's do it. All right. And while they're doing that, I'm going to turn to How long have you been here? Because you seem like you knew your way around pretty well. I've, uh, feel like I've almost lost count. Really? Well, I could definitely tell. You're very skilled where you are, and I don't lose too many people. But I'm kind of happy I lost to you. I, I must admit, I was surprised to see a storm hammer here. I, I, Most people are surprised to see me. Usually, uh, usually you guys aren't that easily tricked. <laughs> Let's just say uh, <laughs> I was waiting for what happened here, and I was the bait because I have to. I felt like I needed to prove myself, and I proved that I can't fight in an arena very well today. I. <laughs> Shall we uh, leave this pit of sand and maybe continue this on the way out? Sure, let's do that. Yeah, we're lifting the gate from our end. Okay, so you, you're just, gonna, like, strengthening the Well, I guess up. I look around for a lever or a crank or something. <laughs> I kind of bound uh, Roll a perception check. I say lady's first. What are you looking for, Cassian? Oh, uh, some sort of a door-opening mechanism. Twelve. <laughs> I also look for one. Uh... And yeah, and you also get twelve. A 12. Um, so that's twenty-four together. <laughs> that's, that's, that's how that works. <laughs> um, so looking around, you don't see anything like in the hallway that you're in. But retreating back out to the locker room area, uh, you do see that there's a lever to the side of the hallway. Oh. Um, so it's down right now, pulling it up. Uh, the portcullis, like you hear a mechanism click in the wall behind you, and the portcullis lifts. Right. Just just the one on this side, though, not the one on the other side. Great, let's head on in. Oh. As we're heading on out. Hey guys! Yeah, I'm gonna What took back. you so long? We. What do you mean, what took us so long? <sighs> I didn't think I'd have to actually go through with the fight and then I'll prove to you guys that I was not the better combatant. Either way, we let's get out We had to go find... You... Well, you missed out. His name is Fizzweave. He's adorable. Um, <laughs> we had to go find a potions guy here the to guy open the, the portal. What? The guy that owns the farm. No, Fizzweave. He owns the potion shop. 
But he has a farm right to the, one of the people we were looking for. No. Okay. No. <laughs> Different person entirely. <laughs> um, no, he, he, he was a gnome. He owns a potion shop. We had to open the portal. We had to go through the portal. We had to pretend to be... I. Dr. Scutch thought I was cute. Uh, <laughs> it was it was fine uh, but we're here now you didn't die so stop complaining <laughs> was I complaining I was just either way you said what took you so okay <laughs> I'm glad we're all back together <laughs> can we please leave this pit I don't want to be down here while we have to there are people around that don't seem to be very savory yeah <laughs> I'm not even in the pit I'm just waiting for you guys so <laughs> Olash, any uh, any business to attend to in the pit before we? <laughs> I think I'm done in the pit. <laughs> okay. Cool. Um, and as we're walking, I'm going to ask, um, what the heck is her name? Loristine. Loristine. Uh, we were coming here to find some other fighters that bit as we're walking out. Do you know of? And I don't have the names in front of me of the people that were missing. Like any of those names make sense. Oh, I remember them. Don't worry. Thank you. Uh, Gainsborough, Fulton, Milton, Whittigan, Jessup, Pilgrain, Francis, Kittlewallow, and Jeffrey Russell. Um. Well, yes. Uh, that Gainsborough's here. Um, Milton. He, Milton lost his first fight, and I think he was sold. Uh, sold? Sold? And I'm, I'm not sure of the others. I don't uh, know everyone by name. That's all right. Listen, um, Loristine, uh, we, we're not really familiar with the, what goes on here. We just got here. We don't... What happens when you lose? Well, uh, you're either kept here as a servant or sold to someone else as a servant. Oh, my. That's not good. I'm going to be bad. looking around in the barracks for my weapons and such, because I'm missing them. And uh, Have we tried to take those collars off? We have off not. I'm going to take a look at the mechanism and uh, like see if like I can unlock it easily. Lorstein, where were you brought from? I'm, uh... Well, I got into a... Believe it or not, I got into a bar fight. Yeah. You don't say. <laughs> and, I'm uh, assuming you won as well. I did. It was a, it was a rousing victory. Uh, Who'd but, you beat up? Who was it? Some townie, I don't know. Oh, I thought it was someone bigger. Seeing how you worked in there, you probably could have taken down someone from the noble clan. Yeah, he tell the story. He was a big townie, but that's not. That's really not right. You know, it's not here or there. Uh, no, I was. Um, I was traveling. I was in. Uh, oh God, what was it now? Castaway. Yeah, uh, Castaway, out to the. Yeah. A little bit to the west. That's a long ways to come. Who brought you here? Was it Pallid? Was different, per- a di- completely different person entirely. I know it's Pallid. It the, was uh, Pallid. The Drow. Oh, all right. So I guess he's got feelers out all over the continent. Uh, well, goodness me. Um, listen, let's try to get those collars off mm-hmm. you, shall we? Yeah, I'm inspecting the latch, and I'm also just gonna say, uh, Olash, that was amazing. I don't think any one of us, any other one of us, could have saved our friend's life. That was really cool, Olash. You did great. <laughs> so great, almost killing him and then saving his life. <laughs> That's pretty much our whole thing. <laughs> um, cool. So go ahead, uh, roll an Arcana check. Okay. Uh, super proficient in that, and I got an eight. So looking at it, um, like you try to, to just like pry it open with your hands and you can't, and looking at the latch, none of the, the telltale marks of like a normal mechanical lock are there. There's nothing that you can pick. Um, so you're not, you're not sure what you would do to get this thing off. 
Um, can I call around? Because you said there are still people in the room waiting. Yes. Right? Can I call around and see if any of them recognize any of these names or are these names? I'm going to do that. I'm just going to say, hey, guys. Uh, hello. I don't know if you, <laughs> I don't know if you heard the, um, the ruckus upstairs, but things are going a bit south. Um, so I was just wondering if any of you guys are any of these people. Well, take it. Take your own home. Uh, Gainsborough Fulton? Anyone? Anyone? Gainsborough Fulton? No. Uh, Milton Whittigan? You said he was sold. Uh, Laura Seen? Okay. Uh, Jessup Pilgrain? Jessup Pil... Francis Kibberwallow? No? Jeffrey Russell? Any of you know them or are them? They're, they are all just sort of, like, sitting stoically staring in front of themselves. I say, any of you at all who would like to get out of here and go back to living your lives, come with us. Yeah. You don't seem to get any response out of it. Oh my god. I'm gonna go over and check some of them, just kind of like lift their heads up and look them in the eyes, kind of look look them over, see if there's anything, like they're just not with us or they're just depressed, basically. Okay. (laughs) So you go over to to one of them, Uh, he's uh, a half-elven man. Um, and you just sort of like put what's your, your, what's your name, son? yeah, you put your hand under his chin and go to lift it, and there's resistance against lifting it, like almost as if someone told him to sit there and wait and not move. Oh, guys, uh, I think the colors are still uh, active on them. The, the last thing that was told to them by Scotch is probably working. We, we've got to find a way to break this. Yeah, we do. I just, I'll try to. I mean, I already tried to inspect the collar upstairs, so am, am I allowed to? Go for it again. I don't. Yeah, I don't know look, if that's look, allowed. Look, look closer around here. See if you can see a little. Closer. Yeah, you can I roll can it under. I try to read check. the runes and do an arcana check. Um, is my equipment anywhere around here? Or is it nope, else? it's okay. on the other side. Just gonna put awesome. this out there, knocking them unconscious, 18. and then providing them seats to work. <laughs> Eighteen. So yeah. looking at it, um, you you don't see any way that that with what you guys have available that you could remove the collars, mm-hmm. um, but you can determine that that they're. There is a magical key to this, mm. so there is some some magic device that's required to remove one of these. It's probably that damn ring. Yes, it's. Uh, listen. So what I've learned is that there's a way to fix this. And at that moment, <laughs> from the hallway over here, you hear a silky smooth voice <gasps> say, "Well, now, isn't this interesting?" Oh, is it pallid? And we'll stop there. (laughs) Thank you for listening. We love you all. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at IWVTCast. And you can check out the other great podcasts from Puma Knife at TeamPumaKnife.com. Now, here's the sappy but important stuff. We're a relatively new podcast, and we don't pay to advertise this show. It's all about word of mouth, so spread our words with your mouth. If you like what you hear, subscribe so you never miss an episode. Write us a review to let us know how we're doing, and post about us on your social media stuff. Get your friends in on it. Hell, get your enemies in on it. You should be keeping them closer anyway. Our theme music is Overworld by Kevin MacLeod. You can check out all of his work at Incompetech.com. Tune in next time to see what goes down now that the party is all back together. Surely nothing bad will happen. Everything will be just fine. It's not like they're still in the lair of the big bad guy who just escaped them or anything. Well, we'll all find out on the next episode of Improvised Weapons.
This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>